0: And I'm grateful that I can s- see my friends here at school. Hi, my name is Ethan, and I appreciate appreciate all of you just helping me. My name is Emberly, and I am grateful for everything at school. Welcome to episode three of the PD podcast at Estes Park School District. We hope to enlighten inspire or just spark conversation and curiosity about teaching and learning my name is ruby Bodie, and i am grateful for the opportunity to witness those moments of learning in the classroom where students get a look of amazement on their faces and teachers respond with a giant smile with the thanksgiving holiday just around the corner we will all get a bit of time from our work lives to reflect on what we are grateful for And therefore, the topic of this podcast is about the science of being grateful. Right now, you may be thinking, that's great, but how does expressing gratitude improve learning in the classroom? I recently read an article in Psychology Today that was an analysis of 29 different research studies on the science of gratitude. It came up with seven of the top benefits of expressing gratitude. And at number seven was, you guessed it, an increase in mental strength. And if you listen to our first episode about the brain you know that being happy conditions the brain to learn and retain information. So expressing gratitude absolutely does increase learning. This week I took a stroll around campus asking teachers and students to express their gratitude towards school. I headed to the middle school where I found a classroom of students willing to share. My name is Hannah May and what I'm grateful for for my school is the teachers helped me a lot and the school is protected. I'm Jesse, and I'm thankful for it. my friends. Uh, they're nice. They help me out when I'm stuck on something, and they, they stay with me when I'm lonely, so I'm really never lonely. I'm Ivana. I'm thankful, thankful for this um, school because there's a bunch of teachers that help you do your work, and that when you're feeling down, they could, you could go talk to them. Hi, my name is Victoria. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here in this safe school, and I'm grateful for my family and everyone else. Hi, my name is Maddie, and what I'm grateful for is um, school. I like school, and I like hanging out with my friends and all the teachers. My name is Peyton, and I'm grateful for my teachers because they help us learn and like things we don't know and what we should know and what we already know My name is Mavis and I'm grateful for all my friends because they help me and I help them I enjoyed listening to the middle school students share what they were grateful for so I sought out some middle school teachers to ask the same question My name is Jason Bradley and In school, some things that I'm grateful for are the opportunity to serve my community and to see it improve as kids are learning and growing, and to share in the student successes. Uh, It's very, very rewarding to get to do that work. I'm Shauna Carosello, and I'm thankful for flexible seating because it helps kids stay on task and feel welcome in my classroom. I'm Mr. Styler, and I am grateful for the welcoming community here at Estes Park Middle School. Awesome, thank you. I'm Sonia Greenway, and something I'm grateful for about school is that in our district, uh, creativity and innovation is so valued, and so many people are willing to try new things. My name is Jeff Arnold and I'm grateful that the students in Estes Park are pretty nice people overall. I really enjoy working here because of their attitudes. The middle school got me curious. Students and teachers alike both shied away from sharing what they are grateful for. Why is that? Why do we get shy about sharing what we're grateful for or telling people how we appreciate them? Is it because we're humble that our faces turn red and some of us get a look of embarrassment on our faces when we share what we're grateful for? Our brains have what neuroscientists call negativity bias. This means our brains are built with greater sensitivity to unpleasant news information and experiences. Zaretta Hammond writes about negativity bias and its implications on learning in a book many of us are reading called Culturally Responsive Teaching in the Brain. Our brain remembers and responds to negative experiences up to three times more than positive experiences. It originates from our limbic system designed to be on the lookout for threats to our safety and psychological well-being. But we can change this. In Alex Korb's article, The Grateful Brain, and in an article by Jessica Stillman called Gratitude Physically Changes Your Brain, they both cite research studies that suggest by practicing gratitude, you can train your prefrontal cortex to appreciate and retain positive and happy thoughts and deflect negative thoughts. So if we share what we're grateful for and we focus on the positive, we can actually retrain our brain. Perhaps we can change that negativity bias into a positive bias. I headed over to the high school and found some students gathered in the commons area, and they were so kind to share what they were grateful for. Hello, my name is Noel, and I am very grateful for the teachers that are very passionate about their work and make learning a fun thing. Hi, my name is Sage Humane and in school, I'm grateful for the freedom to share my opinion in a safe and welcoming environment. I'm Nathan Richardson, and I am grateful for the friends that school provides. I'm Serena Rittner, and I'm grateful that school gives me the opportunity to learn. My name is Annalise Bash, and I'm grateful for the opportunities every day that I get in school to do something or learn something new that I never would have thought about or done otherwise. My name is Derek Hamill and I'm grateful for the opportunity that I get to learn in a place when other places can't. Now let's hear from some high school teachers. I was headed over to a team meeting where I found some teachers excited to share how grateful they were for their students. Well, I am really grateful for the opportunity to watch kids come to understand something new that they didn't have before because it's a beautiful thing and I'm Cinda Bash. I just love this job. I'm grateful for my co-workers. I have a lot of fun with them and I think they're awesome and I'm grateful for the students because they are uh, they're looking with new eyes at something that I've seen for a long time which is always very fascinating to see. I'm grateful for the chance to interact with them and I'm Sarah Schmidt. I'm Alex Harris, and I'm really grateful for students that are um, excited to be here every day um, and that are willing to work so hard, whether it's in the classroom or um, cross-country, whatever it is. Um, It's pretty impressive to have students like that. There's no doubt about it. Expressing our gratitude makes us feel good. I enjoyed watching the smiles get bigger and bigger on the faces of these students and teachers as they shared their gratitude toward each other. Sharing our gratitude with each other can build relationships between students and teachers and help us understand one another. And with that understanding comes compassion, which is a global outcome of ours. And when conflict does arise, the likelihood of building empathy increases. I met up with a few elementary school teachers who shared with me what they are grateful for at work. My name is Libby Brubaker and I am very, very grateful for my students and all of the learning that they have accomplished this year. They're working so hard and displaying a growth mindset and I am unbelievably proud of them. My name is Mr. Rishi and I am grateful to have such an awesome job. I love all the people I work with and I love all the students seeing their enthusiasm and being able to make such an impact on their lives. So I'm very grateful. Again, I watched the smiles grow on their faces. Expressing gratitude produces dopamine and serotonin in our brains, and these are the neurotransmitters that create feelings of happiness and being content. You can watch this in action. I visited a few classrooms while I was at the elementary school and had the opportunity to ask some of the students what they were grateful for. My name is Marissa, and I'm thankful for my friends and family. My name is Abigail, and I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for for my school because I get to learn how because I get to learn oh. how to read and write. do you remind me of your name? Miranda. My name is Carson and I'm thankful for learn, learning new things at school. My name is Elena and I'm thankful for that my teacher cares about me. My name is Walton and I'm thankful for Mr. Wishy teaching us all the great things in math. My name is Johann, and I'm thankful for my t- teacher is doing numbers and counting by tens. My name is Marcus and I am thankful for my teacher letting me do science. My name is Leonidas. And I'm thankful that I have a good school. My name is Kate and I'm thankful for math. My name is Michael and I'm thankful for science. My name is Crimson and I'm thankful for um, school because I get to learn a whole bunch of new things. I noticed that grateful is a hard concept for younger students because it has a pretty deep meaning. I want to be clear that being grateful is different than doing an act of kindness or thanking someone for something. Gratitude is deliberately acknowledging that life is good and rewarding. It is very intentionally thinking about what is valuable to you and recognizing that it is a gift to you, then letting yourself feel that emotion. I like to think of grateful as a way of life and thankful as an expression of gratitude in response to an action or experience. Think of some ways that you and your students can deliberately and sincerely reflect on what you have that you are grateful for. Here are some tips. Teach students the difference between grateful and thankful. Take some time for students to verbally share what they are grateful for and listen to each other. Add it to a restorative circle conversation. Pick a student each day and share with them why you are grateful for them. Follow up with a phone call or an email to their parents expressing why you are so grateful for their child. Tell a coworker why you're grateful for them. This will go a long way in building the culture of your workplace. Create a grateful wall in your classroom where students post pictures and stories of what they are grateful for. You could do this on Schoology or or Seesaw. They could also make a clips video to share. One of our middle school teachers, Sonia Greenway, did this with her class. Keep a grateful journal, or have students keep a grateful journal. Write down every day something or someone or an experience that you are grateful for. This is one of my favorites. Volunteer somewhere with your students and do some service learning. I mentioned earlier in the podcast that an increase in mental strength is the seventh top benefit of being grateful. Are you curious to know the other six? At number one is increasing your relationships with others. Not only the number of positive relationships you have, but also the longevity of those relationships with others. Number two is increasing physical wellness. Expressing gratitude and increasing happiness reduces blood pressure, reduces pain, increases your energy, and increases your longevity of life. At number three, it improves your psychological health. Expressing gratitude increases emotional well-being and happiness, and it decreases depression. Number four, it increases empathy and reduces aggression. Number five is that grateful people sleep better. And number six is that it improves self-esteem and resiliency. Take some time to stop, think, and share in some way what in your life you are grateful for. And don't stop at one thing. We have a lot to be grateful for. Thank you to all the teachers and students that participated in this production of this podcast. Thank you all for listening.